Hey, Wiki listeners, it's Rachel. And Victor, did you know I host the fantastic NYC talent show every Monday night at the Parkside Lounge in New York City? It's an off-off Broadway showcase where you can see New York's underground performance art up close. We've got weekly special guests like Colin Quinn, Janine Garofalo, Tone Bell, and lots more. Use the code WIKILISTEN for a special discount on tickets when you go to nyctalentshow.com. That's nyctalentshow.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is the Wikipedia page for False Accusation. Welcome to Wikilisten, the podcast where we read Wikipedia pages and provide commentary. I'm Rachel Teichman, LMSW. And I'm Victor Bernardo, KSN, reminding you all to subscribe. That's right, everybody. Subscribe, or else we'll falsely accuse you of not subscribing. I don't think this page is going to be that fun or laughable, so I'm not going to start with jokes at the top. Oh, well, I hadn't really looked at this article at all, and you make a good point, but I do not redact my joke, but I will stay serious. Well, it is false accusations. I mean, I'm not going to stay serious, but I'm just saying that I can see it coming that this is going to cover some very somber ground. Oh, no. Well, okay, let's do it. False accusation. A false accusation is a claim or allegation of wrongdoing that is untrue and or otherwise unsupported by facts. False accusations are also known as groundless accusations or unfounded accusations or false allegations or false claims. They can occur in any of the following contexts informally in everyday life quasi-judicially judicially types when there is insufficient supporting evidence to determine whether it is true or false an accusation is described as unsubstantiated or unfounded accusations that are determined to be false based on corroborating evidence can be divided into three categories a completely false allegation in that the alleged events did not occur An allegation that describes events that did occur, but were perpetuated by an individual who is not accused, and in which the accused person is innocent. An allegation that is false in that it mixes descriptions of events that actually happened with other events that did not occur. 
A false allegation can occur as the result of intentional lying on the part of the accuser or unintentionally due to a confabulation, either arising spontaneously due to mental illness or resulting from deliberate or accidental suggestive questioning or faulty interviewing techniques. In 1997, researchers Poole and Lindsay suggested that separate labels should be applied to the two concepts, proposing that the term false allegations be used specifically when the accuser is aware that they are lying and false suspicions for the wider range of false accusations in which suggestive questioning may have been involved. I am nerding out right now because I had to read this article, this research article, for school. Um, cool. I think it's pretty cool. Okay. When a person is suspected of a wrongdoing for which they are in fact responsible, false accusation may be used to divert attention from one's own guilt. False accusations may also arise in part from the conduct of the accused, particularly when the accused engages in behaviors consistent with having committed the suspected wrongdoing, either unconsciously or for purposes of appearing guilty. Additionally, once a false accusation has been made, particularly an emotionally laden one, normal human emotional responses to being falsely accused, such as fear, anger, or denial of the accusation, may be misinterpreted as evidence of guilt. Citation needed. Wiki listeners, you can support us by listening to this message while you take these things seriously. Welcome back, everybody. Now let's get to the part where I'm so happy that by luck I'm reading the next paragraph and not the one after it. Statistics. In Japan, in 2020, 33 people, 21 males and 12 females, were arrested for false accusation. Rape. A false accusation of rape is the intentional reporting of a rape where no rape has occurred. It is difficult to assess the prevalence of false accusations because they are often conflated with non-prosecuted cases under the designation unfounded. However, in the United States, the FBI Uniform Crime Report in 1996 and the United States Department of Justice in 1997 stated 8% of rape accusations in the United States were regarded as unfounded or false. Studies in other countries have reported their own rates at anywhere from 1.5% Denmark to 10% Canada. Due to varying definitions of a false accusation, the true percentage remains unknown. I think that somebody should update this page because we know that false accusations, at least in the U.S., are incredibly rare. When you say we, who's we? The research. The research? Yeah. Sure, okay. Child abuse. A false allegation of child sexual abuse is an accusation that a person committed one or more acts of child sexual abuse when in reality there was no perpetration of abuse by the accused person as alleged. Such accusations can be brought by the victim or by another person on the alleged victim's behalf. Studies of child abuse allegations suggest that the overall rate of false accusation is under 10%, as approximated based on multiple studies. Of the allegations determined to be false, only a small portion originated with the child. The study showed most false allegations originated with an adult bringing the accusations on behalf of a child, and of those, a large majority occurred in the context of divorce and child custody battles. Workplace bullying. 
According to a 2003 survey by the Workplace Bullying Institute, the most common bullying tactics included false attribution of errors to an employee, glaring or other hostile body language, dismissive comments, the silent treatment, and or making up arbitrary rules to ensure that a victim breaks them. Workplace mobbing. Workplace mobbing can be considered as a virus or a cancer that spreads throughout the workplace via gossip, rumor, and unfounded accusations. Munchausen syndrome by proxy, which is no longer in the DSM. The case has been made that diagnoses of Munchausen syndrome by proxy, that is harming someone else in order to gain attention for oneself, are often false or highly questionable. Stalking. In 1999, Path, Mullen, and Purcell wrote that popular interest in stalking was promoting false claims. In 2004, Sheridan and Blau said that they estimated that 11.5% of claims in a sample of 357 reported claims of stalking were false. Murder. In the mid-2000, LAPD arrested a young man, Juan Catalan, after a little girl was shot dead. Catalan was sentenced to death after a witness stated that he looked like the killer. Catalan turned out to be innocent. It was a television show, Curb Your Enthusiasm, which showed him seated at a baseball game, thus exonerating him. A documentary was later produced about the event. That's crazy. Yeah. Wait, does it say Catalan sentenced to death? But does, it doesn't say it wasn't executed, so he, he lived? Well, he got exonerated, so. Yeah, but, but you can be exonerated after you die. Oh, really? Yeah, so it doesn't say specifically that he was, uh, it didn't say specifically that he lives. What's the legal reasoning for exonerating post-death? Well, he probably has a family. They would probably want that. Yeah, that makes sense. This has been the Wikipedia page for False Accusation. Thanks for listening to Wikilisten. You can find us at wikilisten.com and on all social media and on TikTok at Wikilisten. Except for X, which is at wiki underscore listen. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts because it really helps us out. Check us out on YouTube for more content. And don't forget to smash that subscribe button with your truth. If there's a particular page you'd like us to read, let us know. We will read it. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.